This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. When it comes to baseball, you can also do this with, we have pitchers who are on the no-bet list, and I can't figure them out, and that's fine. The way you control that situation is you don't bet on them at all, and so they don't own you anymore. And we have one of those pitchers on the slate today uh, as we get to maybe the White Sox game. Lucas Giolito, looking at you, brother. Uh, let's start off with the, the Rays and the Blue Jays. The Rays minus 140 favorites today, Blue Jays plus 115, total eight and a half runs. We've got Alec Manoa has been – uh, a little bit up and down this season, one and four with a five fifteen ERA against Zach Eflin, who's six and one with a three four five ERA. So, Jenks, did your handicap start with Alec Manoa? Because I feel like it's hard to look at this one and say, "Hey, I want to trust Manoa here." You're damn right it did, Chelsea. You know me too well. This will be one of my plays today. No question about it. I'm going raise first five money line. It's only minus one thirty five. That is a great price where you can fade Alec Manoa. Remember I mentioned that spreadsheet or down that download that I made earlier today <laughs> where it was talking about the most fadable pitchers in baseball? Guess who is high on that list? Alec Manoa. When it comes to expected ERA in Major League Baseball, and I'm not a big metrics guy, I don't get into expected ERA very often, even though I know it's a very common metric for a lot of handicappers. But when you look at it, he is in the bottom 10 of all starters in Major League Baseball. Zach Eflin has fallen off a touch since the start of the season, but if you look at when he's been hit up, it's by very good lineups. He was facing, I think, the Yankees and Orioles, so he's been just fine. Alec Manoa is definitely a cut below, and the Jays have lost four straight with Manoa on the mound. I will absolutely fade Alec Manoa against the best hitting team in baseball when the price is only minus 135. Rays, first five, money line, minus 135, absolutely. I had to uh, close or I had to clean my screen last night because I saw Mm -hmm. this price and I was like, is that supposed to be minus 185? Minus 135? What are we doing here? Doesn't it almost feel like a red flag that this price is so low? That's the only thing that was talking me off of it. Mm Mm-hmm. I, Fine. This is a great price, and if you want the if, I, if you want the full game money line, it's minus one forty. But sometimes I like to keep it simple, which is let's just keep it simple. I think Zach Eflin can outpitch Alec Manoa. End of story. Yeah. When I see something it's from the best Alec team Manoa, in baseball right. too. Yes. Like he yes. is going against the top offense in all of baseball. So I will gladly be on the Rays as well. And if you are strictly fading a starting pitcher. That's the way it goes in the first five. Uh, Let's go on to the Yankees and the Orioles and see if this line is a little less confusing to us. Uh, Let's go to the Yankees, our minus 135 home favorites here. Orioles plus 110. Kyle Gibson going for the O's, 5-3, 4-2-7. ERA Clark Schmidt for the pinstripes, 2-4 with a 6 ERA, total of 9 runs. Was there any play that jumped out to you here? I am going to – I would either look at plus money for the O's – or I would look at the over just based on the trends that I'm seeing. If you look at the Yankees, they have averaged almost six runs per game in their last five outings. The Orioles have averaged almost seven. We've seen double-digit totals in both games of this series thus far. And the over is 12-4 and four in the Yankees last 16, 5-2 in the Orioles last seven. Total set at nine. I think the over is the play. You're looking at two top ten offenses 
against the back of the rotation guys, I think the over is absolutely in play. And usually the sabotage factor for me has been the Yankees because it's a lineup that sometimes you can't trust. But over the past month, they've been one of the best offenses in all of baseball. Number one in baseball in slugging percentage, which is, you know, equating to driving in those runs. And every single metric you look at, the Yankees are a top 10 offense in offense. So I'm going to go with the over as well, especially against these starting pitchers. Uh, Let's go to Phillies and the Braves, a big NL East matchup here. Braves minus 105, Phillies minus 115, total of nine runs. Aaron Noah going for the Phillies, four and three, four, three, one ERA against Dylan Dodd, the young guy, two and one with a six, four, six ERA. Jinx, I am always tempted to take the Braves at an underdog price because Mm -hmm. it feels like it's an offense that can hit their way out of anything. Uh, how do you feel about this one? Oh, Chelsea. I think what I'm going to do is <laughs> I will lean. <laughs> I was looking at this early this morning. And what's so funny is sometimes I, sometimes I look at a game and I try to find a side or a total, whatever. And I just think, I don't know. I can't figure it out. I will lean Philly at minus 115. Dylan Dodd has given up 10 runs in his last 10 and a third innings. And those were against two light-hitting teams, and the Marlins and Padres. So, Phillies have the starting advantage when it comes to pitching. Your sabotage factor, of course, is that Braves bats can always come alive Mm -hmm. and knock around anybody, even Aaron Nola. But I'll lean Philly at a buck fifteen. I think I'll stick with the Braves here. Like I said, it's hard to trust Dylan Dodd here, and I think that's why it's not officially Mm -hmm. making the card for me. But like I said, sometimes the Braves at underdog prices are worth a play simply because – They can hit their way just about out of anything. Uh, Let's go on to the Mets and the Cubs. We've got the Cubs minus 115 favorites, Mets 105. We've got a total of eight runs. Carlos Carrasco going for the Mets. 0-2, 8-6-8 ERA against Kyle Hendricks, uh, who I believe this is his first start. So do you have a feeling or a better feeling on this one? I would definitely go to the over here just because Cookie Carrasco has been a disaster this season. ERA over eight and Kyle Hendricks, maybe he'll be good. He's recovered from a capsular tear in his throwing shoulder. Didn't have surgery, but has had a long rehab. And I was looking at his splits in the minors. He has an ERA over five during his rehab stints, but that's skewed to his first three starts and his last two ERA under two in the minors so he's pitched very well as he gets ready for his first major league start in what a year I I think ultimately I have a hard time trusting guys who have had that long of a layoff coming back to the majors and you got Carrasco who's been bad this season so I would go over eight also it means that we're going to see a lot of the bullpen probably because usually guys coming off an injury are going to have a very short leash so even if the professor is dialed in He's probably not going to have a long stint. It's a stay away from me, but I wouldn't talk you off the over. All right, so we were talking about pitchers that you can't trust. We've got a couple of them in in these last two games. We don't have a ton of time. So looking at Padres Nationals and White Sox Tigers, Blake Snell going for the Padres today, and we have Lucas Giolito going for the White Sox as they are playing the Tigers. Are you fading both of these pitchers, or do you think one of them is getting a bad rap? Ooh, here's what I'm going to do. And I need to look at the weather because I looked out my window. And it's a little drizzly here. Wind blowing in today at Nationals Park, about six to seven miles an hour. I want to check the weather come game time. However, this might be my other play today. I like Padres Nationals first five over four and a half. It's minus 130. 
Blake's, first of all, I'm not laying a buck 75 with Blake Snell. He's been terrible. Right. But if you look at the Padres, they could be able to hit up Jake Irvin just because he's really struggled in his last two outings, giving up 10 runs in his last seven and a third. On the flip side, Nationals rake against left-handed pitching. We know that. They are in the top 10 in all of Major League Baseball. I think we see a lot of runs early in this one against two guys with ERAs over five. Let's go over four and a half minus 130. I like that. Uh, I feel like I usually try to take a gander at the Nats, especially when you're trying to fade Blake Snell. But Jake Irvin, I can't do it with you, brother. And then I wanted to talk about Lucas Giolito because this is somebody who used to be on my no bet list. But over his last three starts, he's been pretty solid coming off uh, six innings of one run ball against the Royals and uh, against the Astros. Not too shabby. Four runs over six innings of work. And he gets the Tigers, who are a light hitting team. But... Should Lucas Giolito remain on my no bet list? Or do you think that there is a play here? I think there's a play. I think it's the under. He's been really good. You talked about two mm-hmm. light hitting teams, and this is a big park, Comerica Park, definitely a pitcher's park in Motown. I'd go under eight, or you can bump it up to nine and go minus 155 to the under. He is still on the no bet list for me. <laughs> Even if you're not picking a side, if he gives up some runs, it costs me the under. No, thank you, sir. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.